ladies and gents, you're with Adriana Soros. I'm the coach of Adriana Stoinis Rex for Supercoach BBL purposes. And here we are. You know, it's it's indescribable, really, how wild Supercoach has been this year. And, you know, every week I get onto this podcast and I sort of say to myself, you know, can you really get on and say, well, it was around like no other. It was kicked us for a loop, you know, all of those sort of statements. But here we are again. You know, it was an absolutely wild round. And look, you know, there's going to be a bunch of really unhappy people out there. And there's going to be a bunch of really, really happy people, you know. And it, most likely it's going to be people who lost heat players from this last game, which was moved. And look, I'm in a bunch of chats with people who are cheering and celebrating their tie scores and their Timor Mills scores and their Ashton Agar scores, you know, and they got a they got a freebie, you know, and it's just the way Supercoach is this year. It's the world that we live in, you know, and I think at the top of the show, it's really important for me to say very um, firmly that I, I couldn't be any happier and more appreciative of the wonderful, wonderful job that Tim Mitchell and his team from the Supercoach BBL, the official site, have done this year in managing Supercoach. It's not an easy gig, and with the world that we live in, you know, we I lost Clark, you know, who had a fantastic score in Game 1, but then oh, I lost him for Game 2, you know, for, for COVID. That's not anyone's fault. That just happens. And look, you know, the the Heat team, you know, getting COVID, you know, th- worries and, and, and the game having to be changed is the world we live in. And you know, I think that Tim and his team have won. You know, they've put out a good product. They've done good content. They've engaged wonderfully with the fans of of, of BBL Supercoach. Um, and they've been very patient and lovely with people on all the socials. And quite frankly, you know, I think that all the things that they've done um, in as much as adding in trades and then even with, with restraint this week saying, no, we're not going to do anything extra with the game. We're going to leave it as is. And look, you get the good and the bad. We'll give you an extra trade next week. I, I applaud those decisions because there was no way that they could have done anything else in, in today's game, you know, to appease everybody there was always going to be somebody that was was getting ripped off and you know it's just one of those things where you say okay well that was one of the one that was it's out of our control and we can't really do anything about it you know and it's you know i, I applaud them for that so i mean if you if you follow any of them on the socials go and give them a, a compliment you know they deserve it and it's just one of those things in Supercoach. i mean look i'll tell you i'm absolutely bloody ripped off you know i'm, I'm unhappy about it because you know, I play a bunch of cashies, you know, seven of my 10 leagues are all cashies. I would have won nine out of 10 leagues this week if, you know, the Scorchers didn't get this game tonight. You know, I would have won nine out of 10, but instead I'm winning five out of 10 now and it really, really hurts, you know, but I'm not angry at anyone from Supercoach because of that. I'm just annoyed, you know, that <laughs> the way the chips fell, you know, they didn't land in my court you know they landed out elsewhere and that's the disappointment i have but not at all you know for the administrators of the super coach you know um bbl you know so it's tim a big you know clap clap you know for me and in appreciation for all the great work you've done he, you know he's on holidays right now and he's dealing with all this carnage and he's still being very gracious and helpful you know with everybody you know in the community so that's it. I wanted to kick off the show with that. But all right, let's get into the, the podcast. Look, this week it was around, you know, that we saw a change in the last game. It really threw the game, you know, into disarray. You know, we know that people lost. I was up against, you know, someone in it who had three Heat players, you know, and, and I think they had one Scorcher, so they lost three. They gained one, you know, in the Supercoach hub. You know, I was taking care of Bryce Mitchell, you know, from Supercoach official, you know, and he got... Um, you know, you got the wonderful tie score in there for tonight, you know, massive, massive score added into his score and he got the win over me. That was one of the ones I would have won if it wasn't for, um, you know, this week. So, you know, it's a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of a thing, you know, that we have to deal with. Um, the changes to the round also implement next round. We'll go over those changes, but simply put this week, instead of it, um, you know, instead of it being a, a heat uh, game this week they'll have a double next week and instead of having a double next week the um, st- scorches then they, they had a double this week so next week we were all planning to get scorches in obviously because they're going to be on the double um, and and that's not going to be the case now though it'll still be the strikers on the double but next week it's going to be strikers and heat 
on the double um and you know well this week you know it's finished now <laughs> it's in the books some people gained from it and some people suffered but next week it's going to be you know the strikers and the heat on the double game week and you will get one extra trade um you know to deal with what you've got to deal with you know from the fallout from this you know round you know and and the covid um striking you know the bbl um look this round you know the poor old stars you know they had 11 players out and they're basically fielding you know reggies in their team you know which was good to see some of these young blokes getting a go but they were completely outclassed the poor stars and i thought that they hung in pretty well in those games considering the personnel that was out you know their best performer joe clark in game one you know he plundered a beautiful 87 i think in score and wasn't available in the second game that stung me because i obviously brought clark in oh well i had clark the whole time but i had clark in my team as you know one of the stars for the double game week and you know i didn't get his score in the second game so you add to that you know the the added in you know i, I lost clark against some people and they gained you know three extra scorches you know and that's just the way this round went really unlucky for some and really lucky for others but um, look, it's going to you know, be something that goes into this week as well. You know, with the heat, they we don't know yet you know, which players are affected. You know, a lot of people might have a Lin, they might have a Steckity. You know, we don't know who it is. So, um, you know, there's word that it might be seven people. By the time this podcast is released, we'll probably know who it is. Um, but, you know, there's going to be some heat players that are, are named, you know, as, as unfortunately out of next week's round, probably with, you know, with COVID. So, even though the Heat are going to be on the double game week now, um, they are probably going to be decimated. Um, we do come, you know, later in the pod to some weather as well. There's weather about this week on the eastern seaboard, and it's going to, you know, logically we think it's going to impact games. Look, it's it's such a heavy... When we talk about weather, little bits of weather, I don't think you should stress about when you play BBL Supercoach, but when it's like torrential you know like it's it's bleak type weather and you know it's worth a look at and and unfortunately you know the heat games they're going to be decimated for team numbers and they're also going into some bad weather next week so i think that those four trades are going to come in very handy um uh, you know we've we thought that there was going to be a hub i don't know if that's going to happen yet um you know so that could affect if they do decide overnight or into this next round whether they're going to go and take it and make it into a hub you know the weather reports for these adelaide games and these you know other ones and the gold coast may not be applicable you know so that's going to be something we have to keep an eye on um i, I thought personally they would have done it this round already but you know they haven't done it so um you know it'll yeah it'll be something that we can keep an eye on um look next round if we know that the test starts tomorrow we know that marsh and inglis were on standby for that team look from my understanding you know they might be released you know for this round i don't know 100 percent sure but a lot of people might have been holding marsh and if you get marsh back into this week i'm sure that that's going to be handy some people might have even held inglis he'd bottomed out <laughs> you know so he, he, people might have him and that could be just a little shot in the arm that you need getting them back um the palms you know because of this covid situation the palms are leaving early some of them still are going to get their game in this week some of them have finished up already so this is what i've got for for people leaving obviously the palms that have been selected to go on that trip you know, the tour to um, the west indies um garden billings mahmood mills vince and topley so let's kick it off with you know the last game of the tonight vince is done you know that's it 12.4 percent people own vince he's done he's finished mills had a ripping finish at the end didn't he in his everyone's bonus mills game <laughs> um 2.9 percent you know enjoyed him yeah enjoyed him in his last game uh he's finished up now as well um garten is finished up as well he was pretty much finished up because he stinks and he wasn't even getting the games um he's finished up um but what we're hearing is that billings and mahmood will play their game and as a mahmood owner for myself um i might need mahmood next week you know when i um come come down to what i need in my team so the mail is that that billings and mahmood are going to be good to play their one last game next week 
Um, and look, I've got to be honest, I don't know with Topley. You know, 2% of people own Topley, um, and I can't tell you 100% sure whether he's going to play his game next week. I think he, the word was yes, but don't quote me on that. Um, other things from the round, Hasnain. Oh, mate, what a debut. For, he's got a triple wicket maiden, you know, to start his big bash career. Whoa, he's a, and he's bowling with some absolute wheels. So you might get one more game out of Mahmood, but maybe you go a week early on Mahmood to Hasnain. He looks like that could be a real pod move. You know, they're going into a double game, the old... Um, the old thunder and you know he's a he looks every bit you know a, a weapon you know so you might go a week early on that but welcome to the the bbl you've got 117 points on debut in super coach well done uh look jilks he didn't he fire up this week beautiful innings 148 super coach points and hey doesn't that just fit ado's you know year in super coach i had him as my bench keeper i couldn't get him in so he just sat there on my bench with his beautiful 148 could he use that um we mentioned clark 87 but he misses the second game and look you know there was 1.4 people that brought in that rogers you know because he opened the batting for the stars got a 37 looked pretty good in that game one and you missed him because of covid in game two as well which would have been a real dagger as well because you brought him in he's out into Nuffland now um well that's provided that well yeah because he's got covid now anyway so he won't come back before all the others hopefully the stars are going to get back their players it's not official whether they're going to have them back for the adelaide strikers game um at the end of the round of this coming round um stars players back yay or nay i can't answer i don't know whether they're allowed into adelaide but that'll be something you want to keep your ear to the floor to um get confirmation on um, all right, look, let's look at the double game. Uh, sorry, let's play the captain's game first. Um, popular captains, Maxi was the most. We know he failed in this double game week. 26, 28 points from Maxi, 26.2% of people captained him. Well, you know, that's, that's going to hurt. Philippi, 14.1 was the next. 20 points from him, which was a fail. Um, 6.7 were on Marsh, and obviously you've got a donor. That could have been people that just looped uh, Maxi. Um, Sam's 5.6 went to Sam's, um, probably after Maxi failed, they decided to take a punt on Sam's 44. It's not the worst. Uh, 4.6% went Rashid 40, you know, is not too bad. I went Abbott, you know, he was the obvious choice for me. And look, that was another thing that really stung because, you know, Abbott in this last game up against the heat, you think it's going to be a hundred or more easily because of the fickle and shit batting, you know, the heat produced, but up against the other, you know, ladder leaders in the Scorchers, there was only 60 points out there for Abbott this week, you know, and that was completely out of my control, unfortunately, but look, 60 is not the worst score in the world, but there's probably 40 points, you know, that you miss because they were up against good opposition instead of the rubbish opposition that they were um, originally up against. Um, McDermott, he was probably a, a VC loop type thing, um, zero points. Majib, yeah, obviously that's unfortunate, 2.5% um, had the, the C on Majib. Hilton Cartwright, 2.1% went on him, 78. You know, you, you ended up better off than, you know, the Abbott captainers. If you went Hilton, you 2% people, 1.8% on Lynn. Just a little quiet one too. 1.2% people went the uh, captain on Dan Christian for a 179. You'll be cheering. <laughs> he was absolutely on fire wasn't he dan christian this week um look the double game winners it's it was a bleak old double game week and look the, the poor old stars were absolutely decimated for troops um but the best score was ralph you know you paid 150k for for ralph and he had a good double game round it wasn't a huge high scoring type thingy you know where you got the mcdermott captainers type score but look as 104 um, you know, for Ralph, and he was the top scorer of the double game week players. Um, second was O'Connell. You know, he was just a, one of the old ring-ins to cover the COVID, and he got 99 over the two games, which is pretty good. Um, 
Case Ahmed, 93. Over the two games was pretty good. Joe Clark, in one game, 87, was next best, which is you know, pretty good. But imagine if you got him for both games. Uh, and Cardi, you know, did well in that second game, failed in the first one. Um, 78, not the best score in the world, but over the two games, you know, that was the reading. It wasn't huge, huge scores from the Melbourne Stars. Um, the fails, Avendano, um, I'm only covering the ones that really played both games. Avendano, over the two games, got 12 points, which was shocking. I think, you know, if, uh, there was a number of people that brought him in, thought he was going to open. He did open in the second game, but um, you'll be disappointed with the 12. Maxi, 28 points from Maxwell over two games. 26.2% of people captained him. And look, outside of that double game round in round three, we got the one score, the big 100. Maxi has failed you know, dismally this year. And, you know, the t- oh, in this round, you needed Cartwright and you needed Maxwell to be up there with 150 supercoach points, a.k.a. they had ripping games. But Maxwell had an absolute bludger. Second lowest score of the double game week players who played both games. And that Wakim, who came in, played both games, 42. So that's how the double game round week round you know ended. And it was pretty much, you know, Maxi, so enormously owned, so enormously VC'd and seed, 28, complete fail. You know, um, disappointing. Um, look, into this round now the double game week coming up in round nine has changed it was formerly the scorchers and the strikers now it is the heat and the strikers um and as far as we know now currently the the round 10 is still um as per program it may change but you know as we know now currently it's thunder versus canes the hurricanes um, look, so who are going to be some people that you want to trade in um, on for next week's double? Well, you know, I'm going to go through my list of people and then we're going to talk about the weather because you'll say to you to me, you know, you're heavy on strikers, Ado, but there's a reason for that. Um, look, I think the number one is still Rashid. He didn't have a fantastic game this week, Rashid. What did he get? Majeev, Rashid. He got 40 points this week, which is a, pretty much his floor. Rashid, but I think out of the strikers who are not really doing fantastic this year, um, you know, Rashid is going to be somebody you probably want to own out of them, um, you know, when we get a look at this weather outlook. Um, number two, look, Renshaw has been really good, you know, since that first scratchy innings. He got a 50 odd this week, um, and the price is pretty good still for Renshaw. I've got him ranked at, at number two. Um, look, I'm probably going number three to somebody like Agar if you're looking at a striker because uh, obviously Garten's finished up um, and look Agar's good for a 40 or you know better if he if he jags more wickets and look it is a bit of a pod type you know, option but I'm just going through strikers <laughs> uh, number four I'm going to put Steckity in there because obviously he's the best player that you can possibly have I think from the heat um, number five I think is probably Frank Worrell I think he will probably come into the team, but you'd have to wait and look at team lists if he comes into the team. Um, and then I'm going to go into some of the ones that are coming up on the double in round 10. I'm not going to go any more Heat players, and we'll get to that when we talk about weather. Um, I'm going to say you know Tom Rogers. I'm going to say Matty Wade. I'm going to say Hasnain. I'm going to go an early pod on Hasnain. Um, if you don't like any of those um, strikers you know, or, or Steckity, um, look, there's some bargains, you know, for next round as well, um, Matt Short, you know, he's sort of hasn't really hit the heights he did at the start of the season, Siddle, you know, he's the captain, and he's going to bowl himself in the good periods of the game, he's uber, uber cheap, um, he could be a cheap option, Weatherald, going like a busted pretty much this year, but, and I don't know if I'd love to get him, you know, but, uh, he's going to be cheap, you know, so maybe, you know, if you've got a little bit of crumb left, you know, after getting the ones that you want, or a couple, or whatever, you might grab a Rashid, and you might grab a, I don't know, a Renshaw, and you you grab a Weatherall, I don't know, it's up to you, but um, do you bring in McDermott, you know, McDermott at 260k, he's got a low break even in the 20s next week, and he goes into the double game round, the round after, now, the thing is, I think if you own McDermott, you're going to be, you know, at a huge advantage going into that double game round in round 10, but do you fork out 260 um, now to bring him in, 
because you've got to bring him in this week. He's probably going to cost near 300 if he just comes out and has a reasonable game next round. Um, I think at this point in time for me, because Maxi sucked so much this round, he's going to lose money and go down 30, 40k or whatever. And, you know, he's going to be out of reach to go sort of sideways from Maxi. It was sort of sideways in the lead up to this round with, you know, an extra 50k or whatever. Now it's going to be a bigger, you know, gap between those two. So it's going to be harder to get back to McDermott. So I think now if you don't own McDermott, you probably, you know, you, you fade him. You know, you, you, you death ride uh, <laughs> McDermott. If you own him, you cheer and you, you look forward to round 10. Um, look, the weather. That's what I wanted to talk about. And there's a reason why, you know, I went through mostly strikers and just the one premium, you know, heat player. We know the heat have got the double game week, but let's go and have a look at it. In the first game, you know, it's the strikers versus the hurricanes. Um, look, it's 20% of a chance of rain, you know, at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m., sort of the game time. Uh, and then, you know, it goes up to 50%, you know, at 8 p.m., 9 p.m. The the weather's saying it could be point, you know, three mil. So not torrential rain. Um, and look, that's it looks like it's pretty good, you know, low chance of rain and not, you know, huge millage at game time. So it, what am I saying? I'm saying that's a tick for me, you know, out of this double game week, which is heavily impacted by rain. This one looks like it's going to be less impacted by rain. So I give a double thumbs up to Hurricanes and I give a, a, th a thumbs up, you know, to Strikers. Obviously, they're in the double game week as well. And Canes are coming up on the double game week next round. That's why I don't mind buying some Hurricanes because their outlook looks pretty good in that first game. Um, you know, the, the, there is some rain about, but 20%, you know, I can take. And, you know, yeah, 50% is getting a bit high, but the rain is not... Um, you know, it's at Adelaide Oval, which is a great ground, and it's got good drainage, um, 0.3, you know, of a mil uh, at 8 p.m. I'm willing to take the risk on that. Look, in the second game, which is also uh, tomorrow's day, uh, it's the Heat versus the the Sixers. Um, at 6 p.m., it's 60% chance of rain. 7 p.m., it's 70% chance. 8 p.m., 70% chance. 9 p.m., 80% uh, chance. Um, and look, the outlook you know, sort of says more up towards 0.5 and, and more mils, and it says, you know, chance of thunder. Um, you know, so it's it, the, the outlook there looks a bit higher, and it looks like it could, could be mo more impacted, you know, than that game one. So for me, I don't feel confident, you know, in my heat and sixes on that Gold Coast game tomorrow. So, you know, you don't have to believe everything you hear from me. Look up the Gold Coast weather tomorrow. It may change between now and my recording, you know, and how it looks tomorrow. I know that the weather has been, you know, t today in Brisbane, we thought it was going to be worse than it was today, and it fined up nicely. So that's going to be something you want to have a look at. But at this stage where I looked up the weather, you know, it looked like that a game two, you know, is a worry. Uh, the next game on the Thursday is the Gades versus the Heat. So the second Heat game in their double game week. This one, you know, is a huge uh, worry. It's going to be, you know, 10 to 25 mil, you know, is, uh, you know, what they're sort of saying rain-wise and, and high percentage, you know, up in the 50s at about game time, you know, and, and the weather says thundery, you know, showers. So, you know, that concerns me a little, you know, when you probably say, you know, oh, maybe I'll risk it with the 0.5 mil on the game before with the heat and the sixes uh, on the, um, you know, on the Wednesday, you know, at the 70%. Well, you add that to the next one, you know, where it says thundery showers. It makes me a little bit, bit you know, scared, I guess, in a way to own heat players next week. Just with two games where it looks like there's, you know, good a good amount of rain and particularly that second game. It looks like it's going to be impacted more, you know, heavily than the first one. Um, look, the next game, you know, at uh, Scorchers versus the Thunder, um, it is no good. 30 plus mils, strong thunderstorms and 82% chance of rain. So what does that say to me? It says that your Scorchers and your Thunder players next week are not going to be, you know, we know the Scorchers lost the double game week, uh, and your Thunder, that's the worst worry, you know, of um, the week. You know, that game there at Metricon on the Gold Coast. 
Um, 33 mils and strong thunderstorms is it's bleak very bleak um look the friday the last game of the round the strikers versus the star it's not so bad you know it's 10 percent chance of light rain you know that 0.3 type rain uh at game time so let's let's just go and an over in an overview strikers and canes in the first game the weather outlook doesn't look too bad so i like strikers i like canes and I like strikers, and I like stars. You know, strikers are into the double game weeks. That's why I'm I'm strikers heavy. You know, in the people that I would want to buy this week. Um, and look, the Hurricanes, knowing that they have a double game week coming up again um, next week. Um, they were, that's why you know I say that I don't mind grabbing a Rogers or a Wade um, next week as well, because it looks like their game, you know, is looking pretty good in you know, the first game. And obviously, the stars um, in that last game with the 10% chance of rain, you know, looks pretty good as well. The ones I'm really worried about are heat for both games. I'm worried about the Sixers, and I'm worried about the Renegades, and I'm worried about the Thunder. And look, again, you might want to look these things up yourself, but I'm not going to personally be buying any heat players next week, and I'm going to try, you know, to those ones that look like they're very heavily, you know, impacted, um, you know, with renegades and with scorchers and thunder players uh I'll, I'll try to have them set up on the bench you know if i can or you know not have to play them if i can manage because um there's going to be some rain about next week you know the the first and last game of the round look like they're the best ones um for weather so that's just something i wanted to mention in the podcast um because we've already been copping enough haven't we this year in bpl Supercoach. this week was no different with the old covid and next week you know the heat are going to be affected by covid and you'd normally load up on you know sixes against the heat wouldn't you but you know there's it's 90 80 percent chance of of you know thundery type showers um so yeah that worries me unfortunately um look the podcast i'm gonna um look at my mid-year awards we're at the middle part of the year uh, in supercoach bbl and i want to sort of do my little mid-year awards uh of the players you know on a, on a number of different categories now you know it takes into account where we are now you know rather than all of it hasn't updated now from this week but my mid-year awards you know for a number of different categories and again these are just my opinion <laughs> it's not going to be shared by everyone but i'm going to just have a little bit of fun and i'm going to give out my awards so far for the year all right so the best player of bbl this year in 11 bbl 11 i think it's mitch marsh we haven't had him for all of the tournament but as it stands now mitch marsh you know went from 132k to 244k so he's made over 100k his average is over 100. You know, the only player that has an average above 100, 103.6. And he's currently sitting, you know, as far as uh, average, you know, for the year, he's sitting at number two <laughs> for the batting, you know, category and number one for bowling. So he's the, he's coming first as, as a bowler and coming second as a batter. He's got to be the player of the tournament for mine. Number two is Abbott. I know he had a 60 tonight, but that was up against another top-of-the-table team. Um, Abbott you know, started at 188K. He was premium. He's made money, though. 50K, he's up to 234. He's averaged 96.2. It'll take a little hit this week, it will. But he's four you know, on the bowling list. That's obviously because he's played less games. Um, but I think he's an out-and-out gun. You know, if he's worst you know, score of, it is his worst score of the year, 60 there, it's up against, you know, a fantastic outfit in the Scorchers, you know, he is having some sort of year, I mean, last round, not this round, uh, was the best game I've seen anyone play in the BBL, really, in one game, Um, look, McDermott, having a pretty handy year himself, Um, he has uh, started at 163k, he's up to 262k now, uh, He's made 100k. You know that's really hard to do from when he's from his starting price. He's averaging 89.7. He's coming first in batting, uh, and he's coming first in keeper. You know, so he's the best player you could have in keeper, and he's the best player you could have in your bat section. You know, right now I think he's having some sort of tournament. You know, didn't really come off for him last round, but he's still sitting there with his 89.7 um average and look i'm going to say number four you know, is is Ro- tom rogers you know from the hurricanes you know I, I think he's he's in another category as well you know but i think he's been one of the best players of the bbl this year starting at 68 
thousand dollars this year. He's up to one hundred and seventy, so he's made over a hundred k. His average is seventy three points, and he's you know coming second in bowl for the year. He's you know, second highest, and you know he's. He's definitely a, a candidate for, for for cheapy of the year, but he's just completely gone under the radar. And that's why I think he's been one of the best players of this BBL because, you know, he wasn't even, you know, in a strong position in that team to hold his spot, but he's absolutely taken it by the scruff of the neck and he is um, having some sort of t- tournament. So Marsh, Abbott, McDermott, Rogers. That's my top players of the BBL. The best cheapy of the year, well... We'll say Rogers. We've already covered him. You know the things that he's done, but I think it's going to be Hayden Kerr as well. Started at 62k. He's up to 160k, so he's made 100k. His average is 56.87. Um, he's having a great, great year. Anyone that can turn 60k into 160, um, you know, it's in the same ballpark as Rogers, who's got a slightly better average. Um, but Hayden Kerr definitely he's got to be in the top couple for cheapy of the year other ones that i like were bartlett he started at 98k he's up to 199k he's made 100k bartlett's worth 200k he's worth more than maxwell his average is 79.5 you know for the year and he's the fifth highest you know for bowlers fifth highest average so you know he's got to get an honorable mention and so does his little buddy Baisley, who started in the 90ks as well up to 172 1900 and an average of 62.1 uh in the bat department he's the fourth highest batting average because he's an all-rounder and he's number three on bowling um amazing you know he's, he's having a great year basically um sanger he's only been in recently but he's already put on 100k started at 63k up to 163k he's averaging 89 um Sanger's just come in on fire, you know, and he's bowling now as well and taking poles. Just some sort of amazing year. Anyone that puts on 100k, which all of these cheapies have done, um, you know, definitely makes him a candidate for cheapie of the year. So, you know, Rogers, while I think he's been best player in the BBL as well, you know, I think he's definitely cheapie, um, cheapie of the year candidate as well. Um, look, the biggest fallen guns, you know, it's a bit of a negative uh, one, but there's been some players who, you know, have been guns in the past and probably tipped to better things this year who have stunk it up. Um, my award for the biggest fallen gun of the year is Stoinis. You know, I'm Adriana Stoinis Rex, so it pains me to say this, but Stoin started at 163,000. Um, he's gone down to 81.9,000. He's lost bulk bulk money and take a little stab at what you think Stoin's average is for the year 13 points average it's tap, it's abysmal he's having a wretched wretched year like Aaron Finch type yeah he's the Aaron Finch of this year and we should just give that award every year the Aaron Finch award <laughs> for you know fallen gun of the year um 13 point average and so Stoin takes it out for me as the as the biggest fallen gun of the year and look, I'm going to put Lin in there. Started 170s, down to 102,000. His average is 26.8. You know, in the batter's averages, he's 29th, Lin. He's having a wretched, wretched year. Um, you know, it's just, it's so bad. You know, I wonder if he's ever going to recapture it. Um, Inglis, you know, Inglis... He got a call up to go into these extended squads because of how fantastic his form has been. But I think, you know, so long away from actual playing cricket and being on the outskirts and not getting so many games um, has really affected him. You know, 132k he started and he's down to 86k. So he's already lost 50k and he's only played a few games. Average of 23.4. So these guys, you know, when you're hovering around that 20 point average um you know you take the top three for fallen guns i think um you know he's he was a pretty good bargain you know for inglis quality this year at 132 but an average of 23.4 for him a keeper and opening batsman it's it's a real drop this year um look i'm going to put a couple of other ones in there as fallen guns and look they're not having the absolute worst year they're not like in the teens like stoyness or they're not in the 20s like lynn um but maxi Started at 190k. Um, look, he's going to be down after this round uh, in the 160s, so he won't have lost too much money thanks to that big 100. His one good score has sort of pumped him up for a little while, but after this round, Maxwell's average is going to be 45. 
you know. So, you know, we, I'm going to put my other fallen gun in here, but everyone's saying that Darcy Short's having a rough old year. Well, his average is the same as, as Darcy Short, you know, Maxwell. Um, so, look, he gets a fallen gun award for me. You know, losing money now and only one good innings of the year, and he's down, you know, in an average of 45 now at this point in the comp. Um, Darcy Short, you know, he looks like he's all out of sorts. And in all, you know, everybody talking at the start of the year, who's the best all-rounder, who do we think is going to have a great year? We said Mitch Marsh, and we said, um, you know, Darcy Short. You know, we thought Maxwell and Darcy Short would have ripping years. Um, and Darcy Short started at 179000 down 142 k His average is 454 um, he's not bowling as much this year. They don't seem to want to go to him for bowling, and it's just been bizarre batting. You know, he's not getting run rate bonus. He's really trying to hang in there. And I think that's probably helped his average because he's hung in, you know, in games. But as far as fallen guns, you know, go, I don't think anybody expected a 45 average from Maxi or Darcy Shaw. You know, you, dirt, you certainly didn't expect, you know, a 13 from Stoyne or a 20 from Inglis. You know, maybe Lynn, you would have thought it could be 30s or 40s, you know, but... You'd never think 26.8, you know, so they're all fallen this year big time. Um, look, the biggest flops of the BBL 11, so it's not necessarily fallen guns, but people who I think have been flops. Um, look, Wade, you know, he is is someone who we all think is, a, and in the past has been such a gun, you know, when it comes to BBL. He's really, it's a competition that agrees with him. You know, he's so great at the top of the order. Um, Wade went from 143k down to 103k he's at now. He had that one big innings as well, much like Maxi, to pump up his average. And his average is still 38.9. You know, so we really probably thought that he'd be sort of a 70, you know, type averaging player. 38.99. I know it's a flop year, unfortunately, from Wade. Uh, Majib, he was just, you know, there was so much hype, you know, and you would have thought in, in round one, you know, on the double for the Brisbane Heat that he was going to rip Snorter, you know, score hugely well, and he didn't. He started at the 200 price tag, so sort of nearly up with the most expensive players in the game. You know, when you're talking, you know, 190s, you're talking about Abbott, 180, 80 was, you got an average of 96.2. That's what a 200k player is, you know, getting value out of them is. Uh, unfortunately, with Majib, 200k down to 132k, and his average is 39.8. You know, I know he's had a good round in this most recent round, which I haven't actually, you know, taken into consideration with his scores. So he's probably not as floppish as he was a week ago because he did well this week. And he's done well the last couple of weeks, which has probably helped him. But up until this point, it's been very floppish, unfortunately. Um, Garten, um, look, Garten's gone from 143k down to 123k, which is not a big loss. Um, but look, his average is 44.6. One six, you know, and the reason why he's in flop, you know, in the flop award for me is because there's a few players in the game, you know, Sam's is one of them, and you know, Garten's another one that bat high enough and they bowl their four overs. They got a plum roll in their team, and Garten, you know, forty four point average. I think it's like twenty five short. You should average around. 65 70 which he sort of started the year getting 60s and by the end of his tenure in the bbl he wasn't even being selected in the starting team he was in you know x-factored so you know he didn't even last you know in the bbl because he just went off a cliff and looking at his last four scores of the year you know he was abysmal so um look started okay with a couple of 60s and then just went right down the gurgler uh 44.16 average um, Hales, you know, started at 183k. He's down to 104k, average of 23.3. So it's very Lin type, isn't it? They're both started around that price, and they're both having the same sort of rubbish year. So Hales has been a flop this year. Um, you know, and people will probably still target him for that double, you know, for the Thunder. But he's cheap as chips, you know. But he's he's so far he hasn't fired a shot. Um, Muhammad Nabi, 139k he started at. He's down to 77k. I think he, after this round, I think he's down to 50k because he's just had a rubbish, rubbish year. And this is not even taking this most recent round into it. But his average of 22 for the year for the boss. He goes around the year of the world, you know, playing in these tournaments. He's such a gun for hire. Um, but he just, 
you know, I don't know whether it's the way the Renegades use him or, or what, but, you know, this week he had an opportunity, you know, with bat and ball and still scored terribly. So Nabi gets my flop of the year. So it was Wade, Majib, Garten, Hales and Nabi flops. Biggest fallen guns were Stoin, Lynn, Inglis, Maxi, and Darcy Short. Best cheapie of the year, Rogers, Kerr, Bartlett, Baisley, Sanger. And the best player in the BBL this year is Marsh, Abbott, McDermott, and Rogers. That's my little <laughs> two cents on, you know, the award show for the year. All right, let's answer some questions. All right, on the Twitter, FPL Pipe. Um, how many Scorchers and Strikers players should we aim to have for the double? Well, we know that that's changed now. It's not Scorchers. You know, it's going to be Heat and Strikers. Look, I think it's very much now. We should not be ruled by huge, huge numbers in the double game weeks, mainly because of the bleak weather. You know, I would not be necessarily... If I had a if I had a Steckity, you know, maybe I set him up on the bench to loop him in if I can. I wouldn't rush to sell your Heat players. Um, you know, as long as you don't have too many of them, but I wouldn't buy, you know, heat players. Strikers, unfortunately, they're not a team that's doing very well this year, and there's not heaps of great, great options. You know, I'm mentioning Agar, you know, at number three, and he's certainly not going to, you know, he's nothing to write home about, you know, and Rashid's not having the finest year he's ever had. Um, so I just don't think that you should be absolutely obsessed with this upcoming double game week, mainly because both of the heat games look like they could be rained out. Um, you know, and there's not a great deal of, of strikers that you really want. So I think you could get away with three or four and just, you know, you might as well grab, you know, a Tom Rogers, you might as well grab your Wade now who like I did have Wade as flop of the year, but I think he can turn the corner in this second half of the year just quietly. And so can Lynn, you know, so can, um, Hales, you know, all these type of players can turn it around very quickly, but I'm not going to target, you know, heaps. I'm going to have maybe three or four strikers and I'm not going to bring in a heap player um marcus is asking which teams have the buys and double game rounds for the run home um all right we'll we'll we'll, an we'll answer that one for you so let's start with the buys there's only one more buy team of the year uh and that is the strike uh, sorry the scorchers in round 11 so that's a few rounds away um and we can't say that the schedule is not going to change because We've got COVID around. We know that they're having to adapt. You know, they took a game off the heat and they gave one back to the star to the strike uh, scorches. Sorry. So at the moment, the only double. So the the only buy that is on the cards is round eleven. You know, when we have the scorches on a buy. So there you go. That's the that's the buys. Double game weeks. We're starting to run low. You know, we've got the strikers in the heat in round nine. Uh, and in round 10, we have the Hurricanes and we have the Thunder in the double game week. And then in round 11, we have the Renegades. And that's it. That's what we've got left. So not too many double game rounds. There's not, you know, there's only the one buy. Um, and, you know, the season itself, we've seen it affected the last two weeks. You know, so it could probably change at the drop of the ha drop of a hat causer on instagram who was on the double game round and who is the best to pick also who has the buy this round or any um there is no buy round in the next round um and we know that the strikers and the heater on the double game week look if weather wasn't an issue um my top targets would be rashid and um Steckity. Uh, i'm not going to bring in heat players because i'm worried about the weather um, and, you know, the players that you want, you know, there's not a heap actually from the strikers. I'm going to probably concentrate on who I think their best bowler is, which is Rashid. And, you know, I like, you know, Matt Short is not really hitting them as well as he did at the start of the tournament. Um, and I already owed him. But, you know, I'd stick to openers, you know, even though Weatherall's not having a great year, but I, or, or, or batting at three, which is Renshaw. Um, you know, that's where I'd stick to it. You know, the openers and, and bat at three, or, you know, maybe their two best bowlers. So whoever you think that is, you know, Siddle probably because he's such great value and you know he's going to bowl death because he's the captain and he just bowls himself there. He's at that price for a reason because he's been stinking it up this year. But, you know, there's not actually a whole bunch of great choices, unfortunately, from, you know, the strikers. So maybe you go and build towards the next double game week, which is, you know, the... Um, Hurricanes and the Thunder. You know, grab yourself a Hasnane. You know, or grab yourself a Hales now and hope that he turns it around. You know, grab a, 
a Sanger if you want. He's getting a bit expensive, but you know what I mean? Don't don't go so hard at this week where we've got heaps of weather. You know, just look at the games one, you know, and five that look like the weather's pretty good. Um, and, you know, maybe grab yourself a couple of strikers and grab yourself a couple from those, you know, the finer games. Like in that first game with the strikers, the Canes, the Hurricanes look pretty good. So, um, you know, maybe grab yourself a Meredith or a Tom Rogers. You know, that's who I think to bring in if you can't, yeah, and you don't want to bring in a whole bunch of strikers. I'm just wary of the Heat players because it looks like it's you know pretty heavy weather. Unfortunately, that looks like it could affect you know the BBL this week. Um, let's see if there's any more questions. Many more questions. Um, one says I'm coming up against you in a in a cash head to head this round. What is one player you can't fit into your team that you wish you could for this round? Uh, yes, Matthew. Well, look, I'm having wretched luck. You know, um, I, this week I could have won 9 out of 10 of my bloody cash leagues, couldn't I? But um, look, I think that it might be too expensive for me now to bring McDermott in. So if you've got McDermott, Matthew, you got yourself a good VC person, you know, next week or, a, you know, a person who could score, even if they're not your VC and captain, you know, they could score huge you know, in a bounce-back game. But it's going to probably be McDermott that I'm not going to be able to afford to bring back in, unfortunately, um, you know, into my team. And that's it. Um, I think that's it for questions for this week. Um, look, it's a change schedule. That's all you need to know. This week, it's it's not this round. It's not going to be... Um, it's not going to be the Scorchers on the double game week. They already had it. Everyone, the, whoever's own Scorchers currently is is laughing and enjoying <laughs> that they got that double game week this week just gone. Next week is going to be the Heat and it's going to be the Strikers. There's going to be some weather. Like I said, um, take a look at the weather report for all of those games. Um, to me, I think the first game and the last game look like the most promising. So Hurricanes, Strikers um, and Stars look pretty safe. You know, you might want to sell Maxwell because he's been stinking it up, but it might just pay to hold him, you know, because their game looks like it's pretty good. Um, and look, Hurricanes are good ones to buy if you can't really find your way around it because they're coming up to the double game week, you know, the week after. So stashing some 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 of them, you know, couldn't hurt and you're likely to get a game out of them this week, you know, in this horrible, <laughs> what looks like bad weather coming up. Um, look, uh, I think that's pretty much it. My trades, um, look, in my team, you know, I've already got... Um, I've already got Rashid, I've already got Matt Short, I've already got uh, Renshaw, and I think for me, um, I'm only going to grab, you know, one more. Whether it's Siddle, whether it's Weatherald, um, you know, I'll probably just grab one more. So I go in with four, I'm not going to go with any more, I don't think, um, because there's just not a lot of great options, and I don't want to waste two of my trades on it. I'm going to probably grab, you know, Hurricane, so I might grab, you know, who, someone who I said is the MVP and the cheapie of the year. I know he's expensive now, but Tom Rogers, you know, we know that Nathan Ellis has injured his side. He's having a one ripping year as well, um, and you can't pick him, you know, because of the injury. Um, you know, I really think, you know, Tom Rogers is a good option. I think he's rock solid in that team. He's a wicket taker. He's a competitor. Um, I think Meredith is pretty good as well. I already own Meredith. I didn't sell him this week. I sold Ty instead. Would have been great, wouldn't it, if I'd have kept Ty for this week? But, you know, that was something I couldn't control. Um, and look, I think that Wade, you know, at the price is pretty good for a turnaround. Um, look, if you've got the funds to do it, I'd probably be buying McDermott because he's going to go up again in price and he's going to be a very, well, not a pod, but he's going to be, people are going to be priced out of him, you know, going into that double game week. And I think I'm already priced out of him personally in my team. Um, yeah, so I'll probably grab, you know, uh, and maybe a Thunder. You know, I know I'm going to lose. And how much of a bad luck is that? You know, I'm going to lose Mahmood. I picked Mahmood up early because he was scoring well and I wanted him for the for the double in round 10, you know, for the Thunder. Um, so, you know, maybe I grab one striker, you know, and a couple of, um, you know, uh, hurricanes, you know, or, you know, the weather, the thunder one looks this week, not 80% thunderstorms, I can't grab a thunder person this week, unfortunately, and, you know, my mood, I can't even really confidently play in this week, so, to me, this week, it's going to be one, 
it's going to probably be strikers and hurricanes that I bring in. You know, and next week I'll go for thunder if the weather looks better. Um, what else? You know, I think it, it's a it's a competition now in the BBL, which is a bit of a lottery. Um, so for you guys out there who you know were unlucky this week and you might have been versing someone who grabbed a, got a bonus, you know, bunch of scorches. Well, I, I was in the same boat as you. You know, I lost. Um, some head-to-heads because of it, you know, but it's completely out of the control of, you know, the Supercoach BBL people. They're doing a fine, fine job, and they can't keep everyone happy, you know, so they, I think, you know, they've made strong and fair, um, you know, judgments. I think this week you can enjoy your four trades and trade wisely, um, you know, and good luck this week. You know, it's going to be slightly changed. Um, you know, there's going to be a decimated heat, you know, if you're having heat players in your team, you don't know if at this point in time whether you're going to get all of them back, you know, the ones that you own, probably Majeebs and probably a few own, you know, Lin, you know, and, and definitely some would own Steckity. Yeah, so there's going to be a oh, Baisley and, and Bartlett, um, you know, so we'll have to wait and see, you know, if they come back and they're okay. And, you know, it's a very malleable competition at the moment. We don't know if, you know, COVID's going to hit again this week. You know, we don't know if, you know, it all changes this weather that could be impacting it if they announce tomorrow that they've moved to a Melbourne hub. You know, and and that's the way it's going to be. Um, so we have to probably wait and see. At the moment, the round looks like it's going to be heavily impacted by weather, um, and we know what we know. We know that the heat are affected by COVID. Um, we don't know for sure whether the Melbourne Stars are going to be back to full strength as well for that last game. You know, against Adelaide. Um, you know, I'd love to know if I've got to have Joe Clark back in. He's probably not going to be back. They say. Um, you know, but people who have got stoyness and that, you know, it's it's not guaranteed whether they come back you know, next week in time for that game as well, or whether they're allowed to, you know, go to Adelaide. So, you know, there's so much that hinges on, you know, are these players back? Um, and, you know, is it going to go into a hub? You know, all those sorts of things. And it's, you know, it's a it's a weird old year. It's a tough year, you know, to navigate. But um, I wish you all luck. We'll talk to you again at the end of next round. I'm not happy because um, I didn't get any, I didn't get any joy this week from, you know, the changing games. I still, you know, with my 635, I went up 139 ranks. I mean, 3,600, you know, and it, it bloody bothers me, you know, because it could have been higher. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's just one of those things. In, in the, It's got to go in the books, and you move on. Uh, good luck, guys, and we'll talk to you at the end of this next round. You know, a round, well, unfortunately, it looks like it's going to be affected again by weather, you know, and the COVID word. What a round! We've had COVID hit players out and games changed. People got scorches in and you lost your heat players. Who'd play super coach? It's like a madhouse. Never mind. Just have some fun now. Do the best you can. You'll be okay. Much love. Thanks, guys. Good luck this week, eh? And just try to have some fun, eh? And, and you know, enjoy it as much as you can.